Niche Snacks. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Niche Snacks, the one trans man podcast where I talk about my very niche interest. If you're looking for something new and weird to get into, you've come to the right place. I'm Augustine and this very first episode is about Smile For Me. Just before I get into one of my very favorite games of all time, uh, I'm Augustine. I am a trans man, um, and when you listen to this podcast, I will probably talk about things from a much more artistic perspective and queer, artistic and queer perspective. Uh, so if you're not into art, if you're not into gay people, um, you might not want to listen to this podcast because it's probably going to be half of what I talk about all the time. Now, back to Smile For Me. Smile For Me is an unconventional click-and-point adventure game primarily developed by two queer people, Hugo Limbo and Day Lane. Appropriately, their gaming studio is also called Limbo Lane. Uh, Smile For Me was released on Steam on May 31st, 2019. It's incredibly charming and also very bizarre. It has a lot of geometric visuals that were created by Limbo and they were inspired by the cubism art movement, stuff like Picasso, and also the art direction from the game Psychonauts. The idea of Smile For Me is that you're a flower delivery person and you're basically in this massive apartment complex called the Habitat and the goal of the game is to make people smile. You're basically cheering up a bunch of depressed losers, which I love. I love that concept a lot. If you're looking for a game that's very eccentric and also weird, if you want something to speak to you, really, Smile For Me is a must play. Now, I'm done being informative. I'm just gonna talk about why I adore this game. So the art style is what really drew me in first, and I think it's what drew in a lot of people first, because like I said, if you go look at it, you could clearly see the inspiration. It's very geometric. It is very highly stylized. Some of the anatomy doesn't exactly even make sense, kind of like cartoonish visuals, but I adore that. I love stylized work, and I kind of I kind of hate realistic graphics. So that's one thing. If you're coming to find some niche stuff that's hyper realistic, you're not you're not going to get it from me. I like cartoons. I love weird stuff. That's where you're going to get. And as an artist, I draw. I am a digital artist, much like Limbo. Their art is just a huge inspiration to me. I love the shape language and the geometry they use. And uh, there's little quirks in my style now that were directly taken from Smile For Me in the art direction. Uh, the color palette is also really like unique and of note in this game. It's incredibly saturated. It's very interesting as an artist to go through and like color pick and like look at the actual hues. It's so saturated that it makes cool colors look warm. The game also combines one, it has one of my favorite things. It has mixed media. Every character is like a 2D flat sprite, but all everything else, like the environment you're in, it's all 3D, it's a first person. It's wonderful. It's kind of like, think of like Parappa, but if Parappa the rapper wasn't like a 2D, 3D model, he was just a flat sprite. Another thing that really drew me into Smile for me was the music. Uh, so much so that I have purchased the soundtrack on vinyl last year. Not to brag, I actually got one of the first 500 pressings of the vinyl and it is amazing. I got a white vinyl, so it's a cool, cool, cool color. I love that. And the music really fits in with this weird eccentric style that they got going on. Uh, the soundtrack was composed by Lucas Soar. 
I believe that's how you, it might be Sar, but it's like Sor as a dinosaur. His name's Lucas Sor. It's very, I don't, I keep saying eccentric. I don't really, it's weird. It's eccentric, maybe even electic, eclectic, maybe. My favorite track is actually the one I'm going to edit in to this podcast right now. It is um, Home in the West plays in your bedroom and your bedroom is actually a very interesting place because it houses a living talking bed and the bed is um a very interesting character uh all their dialogue is weirdly flirtatious which is interesting because it is a bed and i'll get more into how the voice acting is in this game later but for reference to how the bed speaks it goes that's that's how the bed talks and i love it all the music that you'll hear in the background will be from the game as well so if you like it check it out check it out um also something that's cool is the setting of like the apartment complex there's a whole carnival in the apartment complex there's also like a lounge there's a bar very cool it takes place in the very early days of the internet like in the 90s And the music kind of goes with this web aesthetic. There's a lot of like digital instruments that you'll hear and it's really cute. It's kind of like that weird web core if you're into that kind of thing, which I am personally. There's actually a real website that you can visit. It's called smileformegame.com. It's canon to the universe. And if you're not 100% convinced, please look at the website. The website doesn't convince you, then um, never talk to me. Never speak to me. I, I don't like you. I'm, uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm not joking. Um, as for the rest of the characters, not the bed. You, there's got to be one that you really like. If there isn't, I'm ashamed. I, okay, I'm being really mean in this first episode. <laughs> so some, some of the characters that are in the game. Uh, there's a kid who is convinced he's a werewolf. There is a very poetic vampire dilf. Big fan, big fan. There is a chaotic, chaos, incarnate, non-binary child. There's an alcoholic who also used to be a teacher. A guy who absolutely loves the smell of pickles. Relatable. One thing you want to know about me is that I fucking love pickles. Oh, there's also a character who's literally 10 feet tall, which means pretty much every adult in this universe is way over six foot, which is really interesting. These people in Smile For Me are massive. But there, I would say there's, there's a character for everyone. You even got like a little fisherman with a giant mustache. You're, you're gonna find someone you really like. Uh, there's also queer representation. There are people interested in the same sex. And like I said, non-binary characters as well. So that's good. We love it. We lo- I love gay people. We love gay people. It's really great to see. Now I wanna talk a little bit more about the voice acting. Because it, it gets a little bit better than just yeehaw. Well, on, okay, yeehaw might be the best part. I don't know. Depends on who you ask. But uh, so all the voice acting and smile for me is reversed clips and like spliced sound bites. And it just kind of really adds to this weird ethereal feel. When I was, I did a little bit more research just to make sure I got my facts right when I was getting ready to record this. And I saw a review on Steam that said that the characters sound like they're making animal or monster noises, which was kind of funny. Also kind of mean. It's way cooler than that. It's, it's way cooler than that. Uh, but actually, if you reverse some of the dialogue, you'll hear actual f- like phrases. 
My favorite character in Smile for Me is a clown who runs the said carnival at this giant apartment complex. And his name is Rombo, sweet boy. He just got out of a relationship. He's sobbing. He's so sad because his girlfriend, well, he actually broke up with his girlfriend. Spoiler alert. That's not really a spoiler. But um, if you go in and reverse Rombo's dialogue, uh, he just says, um, like, sob, sad cry, Rombo, Rombumbumbo. Like, he just says his name. I just sob, sad, cry, and it's you. You'd never even know unless you went and reversed the audio and listened to it. But that's such like a cute little detail. I just I love it. There's another character who's a photographer. Her voice is really interesting. But if you reverse it, it's just she. One of the things she says is like apparently, it's just like the little things that I really like about this game. But I will say there are quite a bit, quite a few characters. If you reverse their dialogue, it will just be grunts. It will just be noises. I actually, I have made my very own Smile For Me character, and I did the voice acting for her as well. And emulating this style of voice was really interesting, but also it was a fun process. Uh, I did it all in Audacity before, I did this before I had access to Adobe products. But I think I was able to do a pretty good job at it, and it was just fun. And it's just one thing I really enjoy doing is making like original characters who fit into like pre-existing worlds. I love it. Big fan. However, going more on characters, the star character is the main villain. His name is Dr. Habit. Boris, Dr. Boris Habit. He is an insane Russian dentist. I'm not gonna speak too much on him because I want you to play the game. Go play the game. Learn about Dr. Habit yourself. He's the more, he's got the most depth compared to the rest of the characters. And because of our lovely Dr. Habit, there are quite a few horror elements in this game. Not a lot because Smile For Me isn't a horror game, but there's like enough there where it, it, it's very exciting and I love it. I'm a certified horror fan. I'll probably talk about a horror related piece of media in another episode. I love horror a lot. Uh, despite, okay, so despite the lack of horror, uh, you can kill people, you, you can kill several people in this game, which is kind of out of place, but also, if you are a little demonic little being, a little creature even, yeah, you can, if you want to go kill some people, you can do it, smile for me. I don't recommend it, please don't kill them, I love them, I will find you, but, if you're a more innocent soul and you don't want to kill anybody, you can kiss every character in the game. You can't kill every character, you can kiss every single one. Arguably, and I'm arguing right now, that's way better. I'd kiss over kill any day, any day of the week. And lastly, this is like the perfect time to get into the game. Limbo Lame, li ugh. Limbo Lane? <laughs> just announced that they partnered with Serenity Forge to publish Smile For Me on consoles sometime, I think, of spring this year, like pretty soon. Serenity Forge, is, they partnered with the Team Selvato for Doki Doki Literature Club. And since Smile For Me is coming to consoles, the version on Steam got a visual update and they added new Easter eggs. And I don't know how many Easter eggs they've added. I've only found one and I've not seen anyone else post about them. So if you find, I mean, you wouldn't even know what the old Easter eggs are, but you might even find something that nobody else has found yet, which is exciting. 
definitely, I have played it since the visual update, uh, and I have found one of the Easter eggs. Most of the stuff they added to the game are just like little things on the walls, but it's, I, it's such a fun, cute little thing to like go through and look at. The art is amazing. And since that, um, they're coming to consoles now, Smile For Me released a collector's edition. I pre-ordered it. I dropped $100 on this game right then and there. I probably spent like 45 on the vinyl or something. And as soon as I saw the collector's edition, boom, $100, $100 immediately. I did it without a second thought. That's how much I like this game. I, I love it so much. I'm really excited. I got it, I'm getting it on the Switch. Not my favorite console ever, but the one I chose. And mostly because it's more portable, so I can play Smile for me whenever I want. But in this collector's edition, I actually got like the deluxe because the deluxe has the art book. But in the collector's edition, they have like, mer there's merch. There's a ton of like little trinkets and merch that you can't get anywhere else. And listen, by golly, they got exclusive Rombo merchandise and I'm not gonna pass that up. I'm not gonna pass up my clown merch, man. I just am not doing it. I need it. Also, another thing with Limbo Lane, since they announced um, the Smile for Me coming to consoles, they're also working on a, another game. Uh, Smile for Me came out in 2019, so they did a the little update for its anniversary last year, and, they, and that's when they announced the consoles. But they also announced a brand new game, and it's called Great God Grove, and I'm really excited for it too. You play as a cow person. Uh, as a non-binary cowboy, you're not an anthropomorphic cow. <laughs> it's also a problem-solving game, and there are, I don't really know a whole lot about what it's gonna be, cause it's still in development, obviously, but there are a bunch of gods, and normal people too, in the game, and the perspective's also different. Smile for me is a first person game, while this one is more, it's, it's third person, but it's kind of like Little Big Planet in a sense, but I, that's probably a really bad comparison. It's, it's a third person game that's kind of 2D, kind of 3D, that kind of, it's cool. It's, it looks really good, I promise. I'm really excited. Um, but definitely, if you're into weird core, web core stuff, look out for their stuff in the future. I'm so excited for a great God Grove. But Smile for me, it's just a very, I think it's really relaxing. There are times that can be anxiety inducing, but as a horror fan, that's, that can be relaxing even. Uh, I always find myself coming back to Smile for me. It just, it oozes nostalgia. Honestly, a nostalgia I never experience. It's, which is, there's now a word for that. It's called anemia. And like, not I'm not like a certified Smile for me expert or anything, but I do love it. And my friends do kind of consider it like one of my key personality traits, which I don't really know what that means. Cause it's, I don't know how it's my personality, but it is when like, it's part of who I am at this point. That's how much this game really means to me. And that's why I want to share it with you and anyone who could be listening to this, just to maybe, even if I, even if you don't play the game, now you know of it, just to plant this seed, this idea in your brain. It's really just to give you some sort of like key of reference of how like kind of not well known the game is. It has only a little bit over 2,000 reviews on Steam. All of the reviews, well, not all of them. But there's 58 negative reviews. 58 out of over 2,000, that's pretty damn good. All the other reviews are overwhelmingly positive. It's also only $13 on Steam, 
and it goes on sale quite often. I'm not sponsored, by the way. I just really like this game, and I want you to play it. It's just, it's also pretty short. That's one, that's probably one thing I would want to change with it. I would want, I want it to be, I'm getting ahead of myself. The one thing I would change with Smile for me is that I'd want it to be way longer. Uh, I'd want there to be more character development, almost more like a visual, it doesn't have to be a visual novel, but I do personally like visual novels. I just love there to be more. Give me more. That's why I got so excited when the update came out. But yeah, it's, if you're looking for something weird, short and sweet, a bite to eat even, play Smile for me. It's made by queer people, it's got queer characters, highly recommend it. Go buy it, go play it. Smile for me, it's a great game. And Smile for me might just be your niche.